and welcome to Minta Dialogue, episode number 184. Today is Sunday, the 28th of February, 2016, and this interview is with David Ring, co-founder and VP of R&D at Kolu, a blockchain technology platform for enterprises and developers, providing a toolbox for building blockchain-based applications. Kolu was selected as a NetExpo award winner for the 2016 forum, and in this interview with David, we look at the blockchain technology, how it is developing, what are the challenges we're building out a business based on blockchain, and how Kolu is bringing blockchain 2.0 to reality. Welcome to the Minter Dialogue podcast, where we discuss brand marketing with a focus on all things digital. I am Minter Dial, your host and author of The Mindset, that's M-Y-N-D-S-E-T dot com, where branding gets personal. You'll find the show notes to the blog for the upcoming interview. Let's cut to the quick. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Minter Dialogue. Today, um, from NetExpo Forum 2016 in uh, sunny Paris, it's still sunny, I think, uh, we have David Ring, a one of the top 10 award winners at NetExpo Forum 2016, and we are going to be talking about blockchain. So, David, tell us uh, who you are, what you do, and uh, what's your project? Okay, great uh, to be here, and uh, my, our project is blockchain project which builds on three levels. The first level is the protocoler, which uh, is right above the Bitcoin blockchain, and we call it colored coins. The second layer is the protocol layer, uh, the platform layer, sorry, and the third layer is the application layer. On the protocol layer, we, it's where we place an extra data layer on top of the small portion of a Bitcoin, and we change its characteristic. So it's no longer represent Bitcoin. It now represents something entirely else. It's a digital asset. And, and, these, di- and these digital assets are, are things like? It's like, a, it's like a, a digital currency. You can issue your own currency for your uh, city or for some local area or for some community or for a company. It could be a loyalty point. You can, a company can issue their loyalty point on the blockchain, so different customers of different companies can exchange loyalty point between one another. It could be company shares, so everybody, uh, so the ownership of private or public company could place on the blockchain. Everybody can exchange the trade with ownership. All right, so let's just take that particular example of a company share. Why would I want to use Kulo? to create shares when I have New York Stock Exchange, the Tel Aviv Stock Exchange, as yeah. opposed to yours? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, the main, the main uh, advantage of the blockchain is that it's decentralized, it's self-owned, the ownership are yours, not some third vendors, and it lives outside the current existing ecosystem. So... What it does, it combines between ecosystem and it also gives service to people that do not part of any ecosystem. As for company shares, this is a good question because there are ecosystems like New York Stock Exchange, NASDAQ, that do uh, have your owning. But, for example, you can use for private, com- for companies that are not public, right. you can use it because then you don't have any ecosystem. You have like internal register of uh, like, like you, you know, some internal, every country have its own internal register for company registration. 
but but then you can uh, do it then you are the owning you owner of this uh, so, so it's on it's like a global ownership right, so sorry I'm going to go back into um, this notion because you make it try to make it clear for people what exactly you do so let's say you take an asset and you know, it could be a gold watch or a gold ring or I don't know and you uh, attribute to it a colo number to it that's makes it different than a bitcoin currency yeah, that's correct asset ID right, so this asset ID then how does blockchain operate and why would I want to get into that uh, you know so like good if I had a, a, a diamond I can go and get certified on 47th street in Manhattan or in Tel Aviv I'm sure there are a few more what is it that blockchain would do what is it as a user what's in it for me as a user uh, what it did is it's the most it's very secure it's it's a uh, the most secure digital uh, authentication so when you have a digital a token that represent some asset you you can know for sure that this digital os, uh, asset dig, digital token was not fraud was not anywhere no one can fraud it no one can fake it the other problem that you mentioned is connected is making the attachment between the digital token and the physical asset right because how am I to know that that number associates with my diamond ring so yeah so that is a different problem and there are other solutions for it but uh, like I said there are some physical uh, uh, solutions that could make uh, f- some digital some physical uh, asset uh, attached to a digital uh, asset but this is out of uh, our scope I, uh, I can give you another example you spoke about jewelry but there are companies that use our platform that user us to to-, to issue tokens that represent gold bar like you can buy gold like gold bar and you are owner of this of a gold bar but you are You only have the token, so when you want you can anytime you can claim it or you can remain uh, a ownership of this uh, gold bar and then you pay a little fee for them for storage but in this case it's not a specific gold bar it's right. not an attachment of digital asset to a specific like you said jewelry or yeah. specific gold bar but it's any gold, gold bar so that's it's more it's much simpler problem because yeah. you don't need to attach specific. but but I understand the, the problem that you advocated uh, well, well I think we're in a very prospective mode blockchain is still in its infancy what made you get into it you were you you know was it talking around a campfire and someone said hey let's do something on blockchain where did you go with that actually no it was nothing like that actually I was uh, working at itoro I'm uh, the co-founder where co-founder and where the city of itoro itoro is, a, is a, maybe the large, largest social investment network in the world, so it's a financial uh, company. And in Itoro, they studied a project, uh, we studied a project called Col- Colored Coins. It was only a community. The developers were outside Itoro, and me, as a CTO of Itoro, were in charge of this project. So uh, what we've done, we started developing this concept of making using the technology of the blockchain for other than other use cases than bleak bitcoin like having 
any digital assets that you define. Mm -hmm. This is a colored coin. This is, was the first idea of using this technology. It started in eToro. And, but for eToro, it was a side project, and they couldn't give it focus resources. Yes. They, could, they couldn't give it the, the suitable resources. So me and the, my partners, we decided to, leave, to take this project outside of eToro, mm -hmm. establish our own company, and uh, take this uh, project to the next level, next step. Uh, so you're, you're the basic product that you sell, as I understand it, is that you allow to attach to items, not specific or not specific, a digital code which is uh, authenticatable, verifiable via blockchain. Is that accurate? Yeah, that's pretty much accurate on the platform layer. Uh, on the, and the plat platform and the protocol layer. Uh, on the application layer, we believe that the most valuable use case for the blockchain is a digital currencies. It's like creating, making your money digital. And you, with an attachment to a physical currency, like you can create your own dollar, euro, pound, and then you can issue, you can uh, print digital money at, um, at a local, uh, local uh, uh, like, a, like a neighborhood. It could be done for a municipality level, right. like uh, cities. It could be done right. for companies like uh, McDonald's coins or for countries. Like I mentioned at, uh, earlier, that there is a country, it's a Caribbean, Barbados, that using our platform. It's not a country, but it's a, a company that is backed by the government, and they are printing digital money using our platform, attached to the uh, Caribbean dollar. And people that do not have bank account or credit card can still have mobile devices with mobile wallet. Mm -hmm. They can charge digital money and buy stuff in mm -hmm. the Barbados. And so then, then the challenge is making sure that the shops accept this currency. Yeah. Yes, that, of course, is a, ch a challenge, but it's sort of like an, a cash. They should treat it like a cash, so yeah. they, got, they, have, they collect a lot of uh, digital assets, and then at the end of the day, they take this digital asset, send it sure. to the banks or to the financial uh, entity, and the financial entity sends them the cash. The, oh. the transfer, not the cash, the money. Well, I mean, at the very beginning, it's quite a leap of faith to do that. So I want to talk to you, um, David, about uh, Bitcoin. Do you, do you buy, sell, own Bitcoins on a regular basis yourself? I, yes, I have uh, some Bitcoins. Not too much. I enter, to the game, I enter this game too, uh, too late. <laughs> but, well. um, but again, for as for myself, I'm, I, I do believe in the Bitcoin. I don't think it will be the most major uh, currency in the world. I think it has its place in the digital in the, in the digital currency and the cryptocurrency world. Of course, it's the best cryptocurrency, the most common cryptocurrency in the world. But it will never replace the dollar, the euro, the pound, the physical, the fiat money. I don't believe that. Mm -hmm. uh, but I do believe that the technology is very revolutionary, the, the technology blockchain. of the blockchain. Right. Yeah. So, so let's talk about the blockchain. Now, a lot of people are looking at it for different types of usages. We saw the one in Ghana, Bitland. 
and uh, there are lots of people approaching this. I'm thinking, what are the bottlenecks or the issues with using blockchain that if you're thinking, all right, cool, we're going to do something using blockchain, what are, what are some of the under, underlying issues like the mining or the you know, real security? I don't know. Tell us a little bit more about the underworks yeah. about it. The, the two major disadvantages of the Bitcoin blockchain, first, there is limitation to the amount of transaction that you can send. It's called TPS, the transaction per second. So you, there, are, there is limitation. And that's limited to the number of miners, or that's a technical no, limitation? No, it's a technical limitation. It's part, part of the protocol. So the protocol is limited because, never mind, I'll go, don't, won't, don't get into technicals, but the protocol is limiting, is limiting the, amount, the, the side of the block. The block is what, what yeah, it's, it's part of the open ledger. It's uh, combined all the transactions at the last period, like use uh, something around 10 minutes uh, so what uh, so there are limitations on transactions that you could send the number of transactions transaction. but now it's known the issue the Bitcoin Foundation and other and the miners and all, all, everyone that you mentioned they are solving it now there are few solutions for this problem and it will be solved surely it will be solved shortly because it's a known problem mm-hmm. Uh, the other problem, it's not so much of a problem, but the Bitcoin blockchain, it's, it, it costs money to make, create a transaction. You have to pay because you pay the miners. You pay. There is a transaction fee for the miners. Uh, and that's, it's not a lot of money. It's something, about, something around half a cent. But, uh, but it may be for, any, for, someone, for someone that creating a lot of transactions, uh, and an it, could be, it could be an issue. So this is why I believe that the blockchain, it's, it's very secure, very valuable, but it should count for transactions that are countable. More. And, and expensive. It should be, uh, yeah, it should be expensive or assets. Yeah. Then 50 cents becomes a big deal. Yeah. Whereas if, you, if you're selling diamond rings, 50 cents, who cares? Yes, yes, that's exactly it. Uh-huh. So you, you if met- you involve with, with money, real money, or real gold, or diamonds, yeah. or, or jewelry, then it's, it's very small. David, a couple of times you said Bitcoin blockchain. Tell us the, how many blockchains there are. Yeah. <laughs> the exact number I don't uh, really know. But there are many remember. more than just but Bitcoin. Yeah, they are, they are uh, alt, uh, what we call al- alternative blockchain. It, they're called alt-chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are quite a few. Some of them are fork. Fork is copy of the original Bitcoin blockchains. Mm-hmm. They look, take, because it's open source, you can take this code, the, the, program, the software, and you just... Create just run your own server and create your own blockchain with your whatever uh, coin you decide to issue. Uh, but then you have to go and make sure that there are miners prepared to work on that need, blockchain. Yeah, so they have an the incentive. If the, if your coin is valuable, the miners receive the, right. the underlying coin like Bitcoin. And if it's another coin, if it's not valuable, that the miner will ha- not have an incentive. And there are, there are other uh, blockchain that are completely different software uh, and for specific, for use case that they decide which is the best. Let's say Ethereum, which is a smart contract. Uh, it's a blockchain 
that are, is dedicated for smart contract. Uh, there is Ripple for bank money transfer. There are uh, R3 that uh, also for banks. It's uh, they now trying to make integration between financial institutions. They still don't have any product available, but uh, so there there are some. Uh, alternative blockchains, as I say, some are copy of the original Bitcoin blockchain, and some are uh, new new software. All right, let's start. Last question, Kolu. Um, are you making money? Where are you going with that? How are you financing? Tell us a little bit about the uh, the situation for your company. Yeah, we raised uh, $2.5 million on a VC seed round a year ago uh, from uh, the... Our major investors are Spar Capital, which was the major investor in Itoro also, and Aleph, uh, which is an Israeli VC, Spar America, and uh, the, we have other two, uh, um, two US uh, VCs. Uh, we have uh, Bitcoin Opportunity and Box Group. So this, we raised two and a half from those VCs. And uh, now... We we still we need we now going into another uh, raise fund. Are you, are you, are you, are you managed to make money? Are, where, I mean, I'm not saying make profitable, but are you raising are revenues coming in yet, or where are you starting on that? Yeah, we we are not for profitable yet. Yeah, sure. uh, we just live went live uh, in five months ago. Mm-hmm. We have many integration, but we're still on beta, so we don't charge them. Sure. Uh, so we still don't have significant... Yeah, we don't... Yeah, we, we try to enter as much market... To, to gain as much market as we can. So we're not concerned about revenue at this point. Uh, So, David, tell us, um, what's it been like for you to come and get this award at at NetExplo? What does it mean for you? Uh, It's it's great. Uh, I think it shows about recognition, that the industry look at this, first of all, at this technology. Because when I started Colo, no one knew what is Mm. blockchain. Part of them knew that the Bitcoin... No, the Bitcoin, they knew what it is. They knew the blockchain is the one that runs the Bitcoin. But no one thought about using this technology for other purposes. Mm-hmm. Now, there is a lot, a lot of discussion around these topics. Mm-hmm. So, for me, it shows recognition of the industry. Mm-hmm. And inside the industry, the fact that they chose Colu shows that they see Colu as a leader in this I- industry. So for me, it's an honor to come and That's receive great. this. Uh, How can someone uh, find out more about Colu or follow you or track you down? Yeah, of course, they can enter the site, colu.co. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's colu.co. And uh, we welcome everybody to come to try to see our platform and our application and our product and uh, experience it and uh, I will listen David thanks for coming on the show I uh, hopefully catch up with you in, the, in Tel Aviv next time I'm around <laughs> thank you very much for hosting thanks for having listened to this recording of the Minter Dialogue show you'll find the show notes on themindset.com that's mindset with a Y where you can also sign up for my weekly newsletter at forward slash subscribe if you like the show please do rate it in iTunes that really makes my day Happy trails and enjoy Josh Sachs's painted fingers. Oh, fill me with all your colors any different way to rid me of the 
friends, this is Jim Knight, former 21-year hard rock executive turned best-selling author and top 10 keynote speaker. And I'm Brant Menzwar, former frontman of Hollywood's most dangerous band turned top 10 motivational speaker and best-selling author. We host the how-to podcast, Thoughts That Rock, where we talk to rock stars, athletes, CEOs, astronauts, and even next-door neighbors who share their expertise and opinions. Together, we tackle the most interesting and challenging topics of today. Whether you want to learn how to become more confident, how to deal with anxiety at work, or how to write a hit song, 
or use Brazilian jiu-jitsu in life. We've got hundreds of episodes to help amp up your life and move you forward. Subscribe to Thoughts That Rock wherever you listen to podcasts and check out evergreenpodcast.com for more information.